Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. You're listening to Chicken Ann on Finance. Willing the girl on nettle. Memorial Day weekend is behind us. And what does the Italian government have to do with your 401k? All that and more today on Chuck and Ann on Finance, brought to you by IIE Financial. IIE Financial, willing the good of another. Visit us online, iiefinancial.com, or call the offices today, 832-953-4998. That's 832-953-4998. Well, it's, uh, I guess it's the kickoff of summer. It is. Everybody better have their gardens planted, according to Home Depot. Home Depot says your gardens better be up and planted and ready to rock on the on the TV commercials anyway. <laughs> it does. So in Houston, we have been har- eating from the harvest. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is like your uh, our, our niece, she your sister came to your parents' house, said live in Baton Rouge, and our niece harvested an eggplant from your parents' little, I mean, they've got a garage grown in like, I don't know, planter boxes on their back deck. And it's like garden, a, you said garage. Oh, I, I never said I'm all that bright. Um, We're not growing gar- garages. Close enough. But there's <laughs> there's a, uh, the eggplant was like nine inches long. Yeah. It was good. From this like tiny little plant, there were like four or five really huge eggplants. Astounding. Yeah. I, 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 yeah my, my dad actually cut down one of the bamboo stalks in our backyard to use it as a stake to hold up this eggplant plant. See, my thumb, like some people have green thumbs. I have a gray thumb. I think the gray thumb is worse than a black thumb because a black thumb, you know that you are the harbinger of death. A gray thumb, you think there's some hope, but there's not. I have no hope. I'm, I'm the I can't grow anything. No, we didn't do so. Well, we didn't pick a good location for our vegetable I garden. I know. But the, my butterfly garden has really been thriving. That's true. That's true. Well, here's the funny one. And, and, and I bet you nobody, the listeners don't know this. At one time, we decided, you know what? We're not going to grow things. We're going to we're going to raise things. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We had chickens. We did. Yeah. Except we went on a trip one time, and the neighbor was supposed to be watching our chickens. Mind you, no. Let's time out about these chickens for a minute. So when you think chickens, you think of people that live on a farm. Oh no! Au contraire. Nope. My wife decided she thought it'd be cool to have designer chickens. They're so beautiful little bantam chickens with like the fe- the feathery feet and the plume on the top of the now head. We they lived were gorgeous. In, we lived in Pittsburgh, PA at the time. So let's talk about winters. Okay, in not Pittsburgh. like downtown. We lived in like a suburb, like there were houses. And so when you live in a suburb where there's houses, it's not designed for chickens. No, but I can stress spent like Two days constructing days a chicken making coop a on coop. wheels. And, and, but it was still too cold to put the coop outside. So what did we do? We left them in the garage. And I got to tell Only you. Only for a few days. Chickens in the garage smell terrible. They, well, yeah, they don't really smell all that good. So, so anyway, so we get these little chickens. They, they come in and beep, 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 
beam. Right? They're so cute. They tiny came in the little mail. chickens. They came in the mail. So we, we get them started. She builds a coop. She's all excited. Um, and then we move them outside. We move the coop outside. We put a fence around it to keep them safe because we lived, you know, we lived in, in suburbs of, of Pittsburgh, but there were still animals around. There were. I think we were zoned rural. No, we were zoned agricultural. Okay, it was right next to rural then. But anyway, we were. Um, we had plenty of, uh, of like, I was glad. The chickens were finally outside. The smell was going to leave the garage. No problem. So we go away for a weekend. We come back, and it was like chicken carnage. Yeah, the neighborhood fox had a really delicious feast over See, the weekend. Annie did a great job of remembering to put a fence around the chickens, around them, and over top of them, so like nothing could fly in and snatch them, and nothing could come in and get them. But not underneath. Yeah, the fox went underneath. He dug underneath, and like, like we dug it. It we, was a determined fox. He oh, earned yeah. his meal that day. Oh yeah, he did. It was like chicken carnage. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I'd rather grow eggplants than chickens. Yeah, they were a little bit easier. So let's talk a little bit about speaking of carnage. What the heck is happening in Europe? Um, European markets here on Tuesday morning are getting absolutely smoked, uh, and a lot of. You know, what's happening is around the political establishment for uh, of what's happening in Italy. So there's been a number of things that are that are happening. Yeah. Italy's economy, which is the Eurozone, Eurozone's third largest, has really been anemic for years. Uh, the EU and the global markets are watching nervously and the eurozone's 2010 to 11 debt crisis was patched up but it was never solved no it, which is just an ongoing theme yeah isn't it? It, it and it's and it's not going to be solved anytime soon and the interesting thing about what's happening with the italian market so really what's happening if you haven't been paying too much attention is that italy is talking about voting itself out of the of the european union that's really what it comes down to do we want to get out of the eu and there's this power struggle between what they call Eurosceptic populists. First of all, I just think that's kind of a cool word, Eurosceptic. Yeah, it does have a marketing spin to it. Yeah, Eurosceptic populists, and they won an election uh, in March to leave the EU. And then there's there's pro-EU establishment politicians. So what happens is is that it was voted out. It was voted that, hey, listen, we're going to leave the EU. And the pre- the president came back and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he vetoed it. He basically made the vote null and void. Well, what that does is that, uh, that really gives the whole country less stability. Now, <laughs> there's an interesting thing about uh, the government in Italy. What's your, your, your cousin works for the government in Italy. True. And, um, well... Well, here's a funny story. So we go to Italy one time, and this is pretty indicative of the government in Italy. We go to Italy one time, and we spent, I don't know, two and a half weeks there. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Christmas between Christmas and New Year's, and we were supposed to go from Rome to L'Aquila, mm-hmm. right? We're going to take a bus. That's right. So we were ready for the 8 o'clock bus. So, like good Americans, we've got our schedule in hand. We're ready to go. We show up for the 8 o'clock bus at 7.30. And we wait like we're supposed to, and the bus never comes. Mm-hmm. 
And then they say, well, there's a nine o'clock bus, so we wait. And the nine o'clock bus? Never comes. Never comes. So we wait. And then they say, no, 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 really, there's going to be a 10 o'clock bus. And at 10 o'clock, what shows up? Two buses, and then the guys get out and just start smoking, the drivers. Welcome to the Italian government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even a lot of Europe is like that. You hurry up and wait, because the trains are never on time. Yeah. Some of the, Ger- the German trains are. Yeah, German trains are on time. But the, the, the point is, is that you have, I mean, Italy has had, um, oh, geez, 64 different governments since World War II. So Italian turmoil is nothing new. It's it's something very common. And the the bigger question is what is it doing to the to the European markets? Well, it's hitting the European stock markets pretty hard. And uh, the FTSE was down one and a half percent. The DAX down one point eight five percent. And Italy's benchmark was down three percent. So uh, in in the uh, uh, in the day after, and so this is a pretty big information. It's a pretty big piece. But here's the more important, more interesting piece: is that the bonds, European bonds, had their biggest one day jump in 26 years. Think about that for a minute. So movements in bond prices are are important because they affect the cost of borrowing for the government. So. Um, the Italian debt is currently at about 130% of its economic output, which actually isn't too bad. That's better than us. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, the Italian bonds, the, the government bonds, are now paying more than corporate bonds. Or, excuse me, the, 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 the government bonds are, are paying more than corporate bonds, which means that corporate bonds are considered less risky than government bonds. No, corporate bonds paying less are considered less risky than government bonds. You're actually getting a safer bet by betting on the companies than you are on the country. And so now the real fear becomes, are we gonna see what happens in Greece happen in Italy? 90% of the country's high grade corporate bonds now earn a lower yield than government paper. And that is a fear for anybody who's investing in these bonds. Now, the question is, do you have any of these bonds in your 401k? And I think most people wouldn't realize that because they don't ever look into their bond funds in a 401k. But in your 401k, do you are you in a bond fund? And if you're in a bond fund, is it an international bond fund? And if you are, my guess is you probably have some Italian debt. And if that Italian debt goes belly up, then you just lose the value of that in your fund. And that's the fear that people are running into. See, this happened with the Puerto Rican bonds uh, last year. It happened with the, uh, maybe it was two years ago now. It happened with the Greek bonds. And if it happens again with the European bonds, this is a precursor to a lot of fear about what goes on globally. Uh, European European bond markets are a very, very big play. Now, Italy is a bigger play than Greece was. Greece was something like the sixth or seventh largest economy in the Eurozone. Italy's three. Third. Italy's three. Germany is obviously number one, followed by uh, followed by uh, France and Italy. And so I think it's France, uh, but Italy is third. And so that is a big enough domino that if that domino falls hard, then it can start to affect your 401k here in the U.S. So here's what I would, would tell you. 
take a look at your 401k accounts and you should be looking at them at least once every 90 days anyway and see what you own. See if you own an international bond fund. If you do, go to the website of that fund and a great thing you can do is just Google it and go to where it says holdings and look at the holdings of the fund and see do you own risky investments? And if you do, what's your plan to get out of it if it goes against you? And if you don't know how to do that and you don't understand, then call the call. offices. 832-953-4998. So, all right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for your time. I hope you have an amazing day and we will see you soon. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We want to help others, especially in places of strife, such as the Holy Land, where Christianity is dwindling by the day. But how to help? Here's an easy way. Buying products through the Holy Land gift shop. Every product you purchase at myfranciscan.org shop helps Christians support their families and stay in the Holy Land. Olive wood, embroidery, spices, and many more authentic products from the Holy Land are available right now at myfranciscan.org shop. The Holy Land Gift Shop, bringing the Holy Land home. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.